Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower... It's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! Shamu, I built a time machine so I can go back to Generation 4 and relive it over and over again until the day I die. Um, why would you want to do that? Because it's the only place my Pokemon competitive battling knowledge is applicable. Welcome to the 168th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts. I remember when Toby Kiss was the best wall a man could ask for. Ethan. <laughs> and Shem. And we're here to bring you another Pucklicious episode, so puckle up as we are puckle about to up. make more Puckly puns. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, this is what we've devolved to. This is what we've devolved to. This is an entire show, actually. It's just me making puns with the word puckle. And <laughs> it's not actually about Pokemon anymore. I just uh, picture you ten years from now, like, <laughs> we all puckle rhymes with... He's just, you're just trying to come up with puns, and your mind's broken. Shimu died years earlier. <laughs> uh, so, so what on the topic of Pokemon, what have you guys been doing with it lately? Uh, I've been I've been trying to to do things outside of Pokemon. <laughs> so nothing. I've done nothing with Pokemon. I'm ashamed. How, how about you, Shamu? Nothing. I've been playing Far Cry Four. I mean, I've obvious. I've honestly, uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing this week. And, really? Yeah. Into it. I got. I'm like really into it right now. I'm mm. just like in the zone. I've I'm been like, playing the Binding of Isaac. Awesome. And but I did also. I've been playing Showdown a lot recently uh i need to get into vgc's like real bad uh there's there was like a new battle competition announced for the end of the month and i want to join in it and it's vgc rules so i'm gonna have to talk to sublime and be like hey you want to help me build a vgc team because i want to do this Hmm. i think it'd be a lot of fun i should pick up showdown with you again 
I haven't been well, we were all talking about it last time, actually, with with Bo. Oh, yeah. We were talking about really? getting together like once a month, and we all just showdown together and talk about our teams and everything. You see, my favorite thing to do in showdown wasn't to build teams, but was to go into random and just have like a <laughs> random team and see what we can pull off. With I've been it. doing that a lot recently too. It, it'll bring up different. interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. It does yeah. But moving on, I guess we should go to the news because there's a lot to talk about. Not really, but there's stuff to talk about. So let's head over there. So cue the epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. And in the news. So, it's actually been really slow recently, you know. Uh, we had the Nova starters released, and not much else is going on. But, we did, however, get a really cool new, uh, new event, I guess? Uh, for those of you who own Pokemon Bank and sold Nintendo Your Souls, uh, for $5 a month, a year. Uh, which I still well, suggest. Five dollars a month. I was like, I should cancel my subscription. Yeah, five dollars a, a month. I mean, that's still less than Netflix, right? <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's still less than Netflix. Uh, but the Johto starters are finally being released with their hidden abilities, following the Unova starters getting their hidden abilities earlier this month. So on no- February twenty seventh, twenty fifteen, to November thirtieth, if you access Pokemon Bank, you'll just get them, all three. And it's really cool, because two of them actually have good hidden abilities. Or, one has a decent one, and then one has a good one. And, so, let me, let me read you off what the event Pokemon have, and then maybe Ethan can, like, gasp in awesomeness. (laughs) And, so, uh, first off is Meganium with Leaf Guard. Leaf Guard for... (gasps) What? Oh, it's still not usable. Uh, Still not powerful. Leaf Guard, for those of you who don't know what Leaf Guard is, is, uh, is definitely... uh, very useful as ability because I don't think sun is as prominent as rain in my experience. It no, uh, because um the best um sunsetter right now would is, be Charizard Y. Yeah, Charizard that, Y that uses your mega. Yeah, That's and so sun's not kind of. nearly as a prominent as as rain is, and so you know I I tend to steer clear from sun teams, but that's my person. That's that's me personally. Uh, Typhlosion we can go over the abilities though, because um yeah. Because um, uh, ty- Leaf Guard, just, you can't be status during Yeah, sun. you can't be status. Uh, Typhlosion gets Flash Fire, so it's immune to fire type attacks, and it boosts its fire type attacks by 1.5, which is kind of cool. Uh, it also comes with, like, Overheat, Flame Wheel, Flame Charge, and Swift, so, like, two of those moves are good. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for, like, I think it'd be a lot of fun to run, like, Choice Specs Eruption Flash Fire Typhlosion. I think that would be really cool. Though, yeah. um, Scarf would be better, I believe, but... No, 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 no. I just want to do as much damage as possible. Oh, I know. Care. I did that, yeah, I did no. that with Gengar. I, I don't, I don't care how fast he is. For, Ooh, I should run a I did with Shandler, too. Like, it's just fun. fun it would be great specs. to get, like, switch in on the Flash Fire, get the Fire type, and then yeah. Eruption. Oh, overheat, um, eruption, yada yada. Yeah. All this, all this competitive talk, fire blast. all this competitive talk is really interesting. But I've just <laughs> come face to face with my own mortality as I realized that Unova is not the current, the current region, and Unova <laughs> is actually like four years ago now. 
and I've just stared my own death straight in the eyes. Uh, and I've for alligator, I'm dying. For alligator, get I'm dying, force, which is an awesome, awesome ability, uh, which actually makes like for alligator good. So yeah. looking forward to that as well. That gives a thirty percent boost to all attacks that have secondary effects, but just removes the secondary effect. Uh, we'll talk about more of this later, one, but... I want to say one thing, though. Mm-hmm. For Alligator, it's, like, it's the best because they get that egg move. None of the others yeah, get egg moves. that's true. Except for maybe, like, Synthesis from... Yeah, I think that's it. Like, that's not even good. He gets Ice Alligator Punch, which is actually, actually fairly difficult move. to breed onto him. Mm. Like, that's, like, the best... Even though you can do Move Tutor now, but... Yeah, that's for true. Figure has the best set, and the other two, they're, like, crap. Mm-hmm. Like... Meganium will never be viable. I've accepted that. fire. <laughs> Yeah, it will never be viable. I, yeah. make, I do want to make it viable. There's a set I found that might try to work with. I like, just, I, not to you. My boy, my boy will never be, will never be legit. <laughs> I've, I've always been waiting for Meganium to get something, get that I mean, one thing. It, you could like, teach him fly, and then, yeah, could, yeah surprise could, attack. Counter too. Surprise so attack is they have a turn to wait. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so there's also the international challenge that was announced. So it's just VGC rules. It's an online competition. The registration runs, I forget when. I think the registration is at the end of this month. Let me um, double check. The registration is from ni- February 19th to 19th February 26th. 26th. And it uh the battle itself goes from the 27th to the 1st of March. It's weekend. double battle. It's just pure VGC rules and it's going to be a lot of I hope it's a lot of fun. Uh I'm really hoping that I just want I just wanted to like test my skills at that point, you know, and hopefully better myself yeah. as a VGC player. But let's yeah, see. you don't need to better yourself for anybody. You're perfect uh, just the way you are. Well, thanks, Ethan, but I still would like to win at Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I've just told myself I can't win at Pokemon in there. Now I'm, I don't, now I'm content a, with who I am. There's a regionals in uh, St. Louis, Missouri as well, apparently. So certain people should go see that Pokemon regionals on February I don't think 14th. Missouri exists. I think it's a myth. Uh, and then there's also uh, Portland, Oregon has a championship, has a regionals. Uh, Doswell, Virginia. Lancaster, California. And Kissimmee, Florida. It's a great name. All of those, except for the one in Florida, take place uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> For those of you who had nothing to do. Yeah, because you're lonely like me. I mean, All you have the day before on. Valentine's Day, uh, Majora's Mask comes out, so. It's true. It's usually. Oh, you, you should do, be lonely. What you should do instead of, like, you know, maintaining your relationships is break up with your loved ones and then play Majora's Mask and Pokemon all weekend. That's I mean, what I feel like it's the greatest yeah. date. You just take your date with you to the Pokemon Regional Tournament. No, and then you then you leave them there, and then you have time for Majora's Mask, and they're like, "Oh my god, why'd you leave me here?" Uh, like Pokemon. Uh, other than that, I don't think there's actually. It's been a very slow news week. Very, very slow. I got news. Uh, I got Puckle news. Oh yeah, we have Puckle news though. Yes. Oh yeah, we we've got the long-awaited return, the anticipated return again. I guess of Puckle Movie Night. Pocket Woo. Movie Night will return March Sunday, the Sunday March eighth of twenty fifteen. If you're in twenty sixteen, it's too late. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna boogie down. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, you can actually go to pucklepodcast.com, and we have our Google Calendar up with all of our events. 
Do and, we really? What? Yeah. And so you can actually you can actually subscribe oh, to is. our calendar and add those dates to yeah, like your Google Calendar, and you'll get like an email update like a half hour before it starts. They'll be like, "Hey, you should you should like go to this because you want to." And <laughs> you know what? You if you have an do, iPhone, it'll actually remind you on your iPhone. It'll come up on on there for you. But you want to be there for movie night. Movie night's always a, a raucous, raucous, rollicking good time. It is. They're a blast. Yeah. I suggest you go. And if you go, you get the Hoot Hoot Spotlight badge. Yes, you do. So uh, you can do that. So definitely check out our calendar. You can subscribe to that, and you can add it to your own Google Calendar. And you can remember when all these things are. We also have, like, sign-ups for our tournaments and everything. So definitely look into that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Let's see, moving on. The one is there any though, other Puckle news? Well, how is the UTC doing, Shamu? It's going good. It's, it's that, That's all I get. Okay. It's close <laughs> to being ended, but it's going to be a... It's, it's pretty much it, yeah. What round um, are we in? Well, how many rounds are left? Oh, we're in round six. I've, I have not done the math to figure out how many rounds are left. <laughs> but, like, the, the, both, the both brackets are in this weird, like, time scale, because the mm-hmm. losers bracket gets way more battles than the winner's bracket. Yeah. So, like, winner's bracket has been having, like, two, two weeks... To yeah. To get their matches done due to this, due to the bracket thing. Yeah, like, it looks like it's almost so over, many though. More. It is up, almost Did you over. update it? Are these the newest I ones on the it. website? Yeah. The so it's Scrawn versus Miguel and Ralph they've, versus they've already Wave all battled. Bomber. I just haven't updated it because okay. I don't want them to get far ahead in all actuality. I don't and want then, them to like, yeah, keep that's close fair. together. Then in so the loser's bracket, bracket, we've got Hanakane versus Behaven. We've got Wiser versus Celeste. And... So hopefully we get some exciting matches. I can see what I can see that yeah. we will. And also just for yeah, um, Celeste is also known as Chronic Skitty. Okay. That's yeah, because this is end game name. Just yeah, because yeah, yeah. A lot of the user names are really, really long. long yeah. And like I, understandable. you did a really good job with all this though, Shamu. It's uh, it's going pretty it, well. It's starting to look a little bad at this point because you can it's see fine. like little yeah, it's it's not big. It's, all right, uh, so moving on. Hold on, we hold have, on. I got uh, a huge piece of news. What? In Japan, if you have a Japanese 3DS, you can get the lots of Pikachu Nintendo 3DS theme. It is adorable. <laughs> no, the one that you can get now in the U.S. actually, you can get this like cool Slowbro one. Slowbro oh, is a Pikachu Slow-Bro? man. You get like this Slowbro Slow-Bro. one, and it plays like this Jamaican song. And <laughs> it's like Pretty it's good. like you're on acid. I swear. Uh, it's not like way. you are on acid. Um, there's one thing I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, then the global link for those who who know of its existence but um there's a new game that gives you like unreleased berries Ooh. like um cust app which is my mm-hmm. favorite what's it so, do what's the cust app what happy that thing it's like the one fourth or lower but it gives your next move priority oh that's really cool it's really good it's really good if you can get it to work with stuff like bastardon that's really cool you literally just run sturdy with cust app metal burst yeah. you take the hit you kill them cust app activates stealth rock that's kind of cool you just die <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Okay, moving on though. I guess we'll uh, we'll move on to the topic after this short break. So, see you guys there. Hey, this is Sister Kick, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. Why? You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon if you want to. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already helped us by reviewing us on iTunes, do it. Just don't give us a one-star or I will find you. Also, if you have the time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up half the show. 
we're literally nothing without you. So come on, participate at Puckle today. And on to the topic, for those of you who can't read, we are going to do our top 10 Pokemon that are only good because of their hidden ability. Uh, <laughs> Specifically, only in Gen 4. <laughs> <laughs> hidden abilities didn't even exist in Gen 4. Don't worry about it. Hidden abilities, for those of you who are Shh. catching up with us competitively, are uh, these abilities that you can't get through normal circumstances on your Pokemon. And they're somewhat harder to collect these hidden abilities but honestly if anybody on this list except for maybe our number one choice we can probably hook you up with if you really need one so yeah we got what you need we got what you need you can okay, come so for your uh, pokemon special, fix we got a special that. domain on the website you have to go to for <laughs> illicit pokemon activities it's uh, pokemon.com slash or pucklepodcast.com slash black market yeah and uh, you have no. to use you have to use a uh a Tor web browser to get there. You <laughs> go on the deep web in order to get these. It posts. only works when you use Internet Explorer, i.e., two thousand three. All right, moving on though. So these are Pokemon that like would only be good with these abilities that they got uh, in Gen five or Gen six, I guess, for some of these guys. Uh, but there are hidden abilities. You can't get them by just normally catching them in the game. You have to either find them in a horde or maybe it's an event. Or even Dream World back in Gen 5, but I don't think that's necessary. You can also get them in, like, the Friend Safari uh, in X and the, Y. Is that Dream World still... Can I still go on the Dream World? No, you... it's gone. Oh. It's gone. Oh, yeah. That art was die. really cute. It was. It was, nice it was actually really cool art. I do miss I like, that. Another I time. Like... Another time. That's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have Pokemon. I think I definitely talked about that. I definitely did a We always do. On the every Dream time World. I come on, I'm like, remember those things that were cool that are now gone? <laughs> like, like, all the... Like gen, the, like the Gen Four metagame. Uh, but either way, yeah. let's let's move on. Uh, first of all, some honorable mentions. Uh, these are guys that we're not going to talk about, mostly because they've been in a lot of news. Uh, it's Superior and Embor. They got Contrary and Reckless, uh, respectively, through with the recent events. You can get them by typing in Pokemon Four Nine Seven and Pokemon Five Hundred in the serial code until November thirtieth. Uh, you can also get Sam- Samurott, but Shell Armor is really crappy, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, don't um, even bother picking up that crap. <laughs> uh, but we, I, I acknowledge their existence, and I'm just not putting them on this list because they are very, they're just so new, and everybody's been talking about them recently. So that's boring. Let's talk about yeah, some other we gotta, we gotta be hipsters about it. We gotta yeah. do things that nobody's talking about. So let's start with, uh, let's start with number one, or number ten. <laughs> uh, Talonflame. Now, Talonflame gets the ability Gale Wings, which allows all flying type moves to have priority. And so this is this is actually like such a huge ability. Imagine if he didn't have it. He's fire flying type. So he Imagine gets, if he didn't have it, his speed is still one twenty six. Is it a base one twenty six? Yes. I mean it's, yeah, it's still, really high, but I still mean, back to the priority so you can't I mean, like, yeah. you can't outspeed it. It's just it's just that feel of you can't, just you can't outspeed it with farther. your priority. It just throws you out. It, it, you throw it out, and like the enemy's morale just goes down because, like, oh, <laughs> unless you've got some trick room nonsense going. I mean, I mean, think about this though. Like, priority still goes through that though. Yeah, priority oh, works in trick room. Oh man, it's the ultimate trick room stopper. Yeah, but keep just running. imagine this though. Like, if it didn't have Gale Wings, it it still has its uh, times four from Stealth Rocks, so it loses fifty percent of its health if there's Stealth Rocks out on the on the field. 
which I think without Gale Wings would just be a game changer and just shut down Talonflame. Honestly, like a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Because then you could, if it didn't have Gale Wings, you could just have something with Aqua Jet, and you're done. You win. Talonflame's gone. But Azumarill kills. Yeah, Azumarill uh, is the ultimate stop. Talonflame is definitely like it is kind of Gale true. Wings. I think this is just like a perfect example of like a Pokemon overcoming its biggest weaknesses. Because it's got this hidden ability that makes it just super viable. I have a hard time feeling for it, feeling bad for it, because oh, it, yeah. it's, it's stopped me so many times that I just... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I typically don't have too much trouble with Talonflame, uh, but... It's not really hard to get around if you play your cards right. Yeah, I never do, if, though. Unless they run like <laughs> If they run banded, then you're a bit kind of <clears throat> down the creek, I guess, but... Yeah, just... I... My two favorite types, and I reload every team. I load every single team I have with grass and fighting, so it's not a good place to be. <laughs> you shouldn't do oh, that. Yeah. It's oh, called I balance, feel... Ethan. Uh, Rock type, what's that? <laughs> Alright, uh, moving, moving on, we should move on to number nine. Uh, because Talonflame, he's OU. Uh, we have another OU Pokemon here, Glyscore. He gets the hidden ability Poison Heal, so Legit. he's holding the Toxic Orb, and he gets poisoned. He, uh... He just recovers health every turn. It's like a free leftovers. And he can't be status because he's poisoned. It's actually better than that. Hmm? It's better than leftovers. Is it better than... It's, what, what's the it's difference? One eighth. It's one eighth. It's like, okay. As opposed to one sixteenth. Like, yeah. I was going to say one okay. sixteenth. My bad. Oh, it's better. Uh, <laughs> it's way better. That's why it's and so Gliscor's good. just become like the ultimate stall Pokemon in that sense. Oh, I've faced some really legit Gliscor's. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I mean, I used to run uh, specifically... A, an air balloon Excadrill this past gen. Uh, not this past gen, this current gen. Uh, with just with Gliscor in mind. Because sometimes they wouldn't carry something that, other than Earthquake, that was an attack move. And it would just be a toxic stall. So you could just, you know, wait out Gliscor because it can't toxic stall you and it can't uh, attack you if, it, if you've got air balloon. Uh, but some people got smart and they were running Ice Fang or Acrobatics. I saw acrobatics a lot, which is really weird. I, yeah, I acrobatics was more used um fifth gen fifth gen whatever with the gems. Really? Okay, I that makes because, sense. Like acrobatic flying gem. Because what it does I mean, is flying, I, you use flying gem and it boosts acrobatics like yeah. double because of its own. The only the only person the only time I've seen acrobatics used now is in Little Cup. I've also seen uh I actually played a Gliscor the other day. I was playing random battles on a showdown. And some guy had a Gliscor and did not know how to use it, apparently. <laughs> he just never used a Gliscor. Because what he ended up doing is he just, like, it was obviously holding a Toxic Orb. I don't know what else a Gliscor would hold. But uh, he let me get a burn on it. <laughs> so oh, it was no. just like, oh, there goes Toxic Orb uh, Gliscor. I think, right you, I think you just played it well. I just outplayed the fool. Uh, maybe he, it wasn't very difficult. Then. Usually, when you see a glide score, you just go for a burn. You just go right for a burn, or a you go you go for a status so he doesn't get the poison. Yeah, or you try to predict it coming in. And yeah, yeah. You try to you, you try to do something to you it. You don't that's... poison it though. Do not poison. Do it. not poison it. You're just going to no, walk. That's, in. A, that's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> you really have to burn it. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, could glare it, but. Glide score is legit. We can agree. Yeah, Especially we all agree. With, with poison heal. I, I'm a big fan of poison yeah. heal. Because I, I like myself some Breloom, so yeah, Breloom does it too very well. I respect any but any Pokemon. All three of them have Poison Heal. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Number eight is Crobat. 
this one's for Scrawn. This one's for Scrawn right here. Uh, because it actually so, gets... Uh, oh, I love these it gets this is a completely into... perfectly unbiased list. There is no... <laughs> there, are, there are no... There's no collusion here. All these Pokemon are objectively the best. We would never <laughs> throw in a Pokemon just Obviously, for the sake it's, of... it's objectively the best. Uh, yes. Let's see. Uh, Crobat gets the ability Infiltrator, which allows it to hit through substitutes. Like one of the attacks. That's and a huge screens, get. It, it's something else. I think it's screens. Yeah, no, it's it's screens, uh, and then also mist. Really? Ooh. Oh, that's... That's actually really cool, because Crobat, like, it's so cool for Pokemon that would, like, try to set up substitutes. I know Noivern runs it a lot. Uh, he'll run yeah, Infiltrator Noivern, a lot. Yeah, Noivern, other abilities are pretty bad. I mean, I didn't expect Crobat to have it. Oh, it's would... Safeguard, not Mist. Yeah, it's Safeguard, that makes sense. Uh, Crobat, like, in, with Infiltrator, is just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Because I don't know that anybody really expects it, especially in the OU metagame. Oh, game. too. Mm. And it's so fast. And it kind of hits hard, depending on what it is. It, it's okay, but it's like it's got some good like stats. Mm-hmm. I like, definitely wouldn't use Crobat unless it had Infiltrator. No, I wouldn't use it unless not. it had Poison Fang. If <laughs> 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 it not have Poison Fang, I would not use it. Why Poison Fang versus like Cross Poison? Because fifty percent chance to toxic. Really toxic, not poison. Toxic. Ooh. One of wow. the four ways to infli- apply toxic. Wow. Hmm. That's kind and of really it, cool. And 50% too. It's not even like... Yeah, that's, oh, not a, that's not a low it's percentage. 50. It's like a coin flip. It's, yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind what of What item cool. do you throw on him? Um, like Black Sludge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just Black mm-hmm. Sludge is like pretty standard. You can see a band here or there. You might see random stuff. Black Sludge yeah. makes sense. Black, I like maybe, Black Sludge. Maybe Sash. Mm-hmm. Infiltrator is a legitimate Because the amount of times I've been stuck with a substitute It destroys Scolipede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brave Bird right into its cold feet. Yeah, 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 Brave Bird. It gets Brave Bird. Oh. And it's really fast. Oh, uh, oh well. Um, I've heard rumor that Baton Pass might get banned. Really? Due to Geopath. That's kind of weird. With Smeargle. Smeargle mm-hmm. running Geomancy and Baton Pass. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm hoping Baton, Baton Pass gets banned, not Geomancy. I mean, because... I would be really sad if Baton Pass got banned. It's been such a, like, a, literally... a part of the metagame for so long. That yeah. Like a... I mean, that's, yeah, I, I, mean I'm I was a little sad to see but... Swagger go, too, but... Like, I... Swagger's made... going? Yeah. It's oh. Baton Pass, and it's just the most annoying thing. Even with one Pokemon, it's the most annoying thing to deal with. It's like, okay, you can just set that up, and then I just die. Cause I mean, there's a lot anything. of things. There are a lot of things that are At annoying in Pokemon, like... If, you, oh, yeah, if you're like, gonna ban everything that's annoying in Pokemon, you shouldn't. You should know, ban uh, yeah. like Stall right. essentially. Ban the game. Like, yeah. Stall's not whole. Horrible, you should though, ban like, Gliscor. You should ban Gliscor. It just pissed me off so much. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move <laughs> on here. Moving on, moving on. Uh, from this discussion of Baton Pass. Uh, our next number seven is actually Slowbro. Uh, I know Slowbro has a Mega. But before Slowbro had a Mega, back in the that. day, in Gen 6... When things were good. <laughs> oh, wait. He got he got this, uh, he got Regenerator in Gen 5. And actually, I really liked running a Slowbro, Amoongus, Regenerator core. They both have Regenerator. Regenerator, for those of you who don't know, is this ability where it gains back 30, a third of its HP every time it gets switched out. Which Oof. is really cool. So, like... Slowbro and Amoongus are both really bulky guys. And they have actually really good type synergy, so they can, like, soak up hits from each other. 
So you just keep switching them back and forth, and nothing happens. That sounds obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. Until your opponent oh. predicts you. Yeah, until your opponent predicts. Like, if your opponent doesn't know what they're doing, you're going to be great. But Slowbro is also really bulky, just in general. And I think I think his cover... I, I like Slowbro, but I definitely wouldn't have used him without his regenerator ability. Yeah. Like, at all. It's just I so can, I good. It's so, so good. I mean... Just... Does this make him more viable than Mega Slowbro? I'd assume so, I mean, right? I mean, I wouldn't it, say more viable, but I mean, eh. I think Mega Slowbro has made Regenerator Slowbro more viable. Due mm. to the fact that people Mega think Slowbro that you might be going Mega with it, but yeah. you could just play Regenerator Slowbro. And I've seen just, people do that. I hate Shell Armor. Like, I think it's kind of a waste for him. Yeah. But I mean, it, the defense boost he gets... Too powerful. The defense is yeah. the defense boost he gets, and if you get a couple call mines off, it's insane, Mega Slowbro. Yeah, but you could do all it. You could do something very similar with regular Slowbro as well, and it's really nice that you can switch him out and you can get that health boost back. Yeah, because the thing about like with Shell Armor, like if it had Regenerator, it'd be really good. But Shell, like they're both good in their own way. Because the thing mm-hmm. with Shell Armor, you can't get critted at all, so your stats are pretty much there to stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No hacks are able to help. You could still haze, or you could still, like, figure Nobody ways to Nobody hazes, which is really sad. Like, I see I very little clear smog again. and haze. Clear smog is, um, I guess subpar to haze just because of the fact that I'm skill type setting up, and you can't Yeah, exactly, it. but I don't know that I see that too often. You don't see them uh, often much, but, like, because the past, the baton past teams aren't really alive anymore, so there's no mm-hmm. reason to run hazers, but there's still a few things that do require it. Like, All right, moving on. Number yes. se- six, Politoed. Politoed gets the hidden ability Drizzle, which activates rain when he walk in. Even though weather did get nerfed in Gen Six, with uh, no more perma weather being a thing, mm-hmm. I still think Politoed. Like I see Politoed all the time. He's also really bulky. Rain. Yeah, he's it's also like, well, a really bulky hundred. little guy. Politoed was one of my favorite things in 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 Gen Five. Gen Five, I, I... not Gen Two, or. Just Gen Five. Just Gen Five. I, like, <laughs> he, I, I really uh, the uh, bringing in that rain is pretty slick. It's a um, big deal. It's a I really know, big deal. When I would run my gimmick teams back in the day, I would I would totally bring in Politoed. He was legit. Drizzle is a cool ability to have on him. It made like a really kind of bland Pokemon way more interesting. I mean, there's a lot more Pokemon with like Swift Swim these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Mega yeah. Swampert gets Swift Swim. And you get a couple, you, there's a lot of rain based abilities. And uh, I was having, there was a discussion or uh, in the chat box between Sublime and some other people on Puckle. And they were talking about weather. And, you know, yeah, hail gets like the end of it. But rain, I think rain is definitely probably the biggest contributor, like the best, yeah. the best weather. If I had to it, pick a weather, I'd be rain. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Because rain allows your like the steel the Pokemon that are quad weak to fire, and the mm-hmm. thing is, it's their only weakness too. Mm-hmm. Half That's the time, exactly it. so then it just reduces it. It reduces by half. So it's only two mm-hmm. times two, so they have to take the hits. Two rain degree. It's really great. I really like running uh, Politoed and Rain teams, and it, I feel like it's such a staple because I still oh, don't yeah. think anything else has Drizzle except for Kyogre. I don't believe. So. I don't believe. So. I can do a quick look. I don't think so. No, uh, no, it's just Kyogre and Politoed. Yeah, it's, it's, I remember, I actually remember in Gen 5 when it was just like, Politoed has Drizzle, and then it was also Ninetales has Drought, but 
Nobody cares about Trout. No, Trout, Trout is useless compared to <laughs> compared to Drizzle. Like Rain that. has much more going for it because there's mm-hmm. a lot of moves that can get inspired by Rain. Rain a lot dish. More yeah. It's Rain Dish, you have Swift Swim, there's Hydration, mm-hmm. and there's everything else. Now you have Hurricane and Thunder that get perfect accuracy. There's yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really so much. It it's opens really... up a completely different field. Like, it changes, yeah. it shifts a lot. Like, like different, like, types that were, that you would once be like, yeah, this is a solid matchup mm-hmm. become way more interesting. I would like to, I would like to point out that we aren't saying other weathers are useless. We're just saying rain, <laughs> rain is really good. Uh, <laughs> rain is, is my favorite. Uh, number five is Dragalgy. Shamu wanted this one, like, really badly. Yes. Uh, Dragalgy gets adaptability, yes. and I'm not 100% sure what adaptability does, so tell us, Shamu. So, okay, so stab is 1.5 times, mm-hmm. like, boost. Well, adaptability makes it times two. So mm-hmm. pretty much think of your sludge bomb, instead of doing, like, 80 or, or, like, or 120 with stab, it does 160 with stab. Ooh. Then there's Draco Meteor. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe is 130 Ooh. base power with adaptability that's 260 base power. Yeah. With that. Is Dragalgy really like that viable? I haven't seen it that often. His, his stats are weak. I think it's lower tier, but it's raising. It's, ri- it? it's rising in tiers right now, yeah. Okay, that's good. How do you get it's adaptability not- Dragalgy? Like, how um, do you do that? Fishing or it's in Dex Nav or whatever. My- is it in Dex Nav? Okay. Something like that. Huh. Yeah, let me just make sure. I've... Because I I know it's available. I didn't know if it was Dexnav or what. What's because right? I don't I didn't think you could get it in Gen in uh, X and Y. Because I thought about that. I'm just like adaptability is a really good ability. We should get that on a Dragalgy, and it would probably be decent. Because yeah, Dragalgy and... like no good. It's got bad HP, but it's got good special defense, good decent defense. Decent yeah, the defense attack, the defense and special defense make it interesting or more, way more yeah, viable. It, it's really a bulky Pokemon, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a weird Pokemon. Special wall and lower tiers, but I think what's, yeah. oh, what's that being ran now? I think it's like Good type. Spectre. Really good type. Yeah, Dragon Poison's a really neat type. I agree with you there. I believe it's um like a Specs mm-hmm. that you run on it or something okay. like that. Like Specs or Salt Vest. I don't know. I think Specs is used with mod. You can do some damaging stuff with this thing. I kind of yeah. like it. In lower uh, tiers, it has natural bulk, too. <laughs> so you don't even need yeah. defenses. Just run HP and like special pack, I believe, or something like that. I don't know much about it, but it's just. I like it. <laughs> Moving on, number four is Greninja. Now, this is just, like, obligatory. Yes. Because Greninja got shot up to Ubers uh, because of Protean, mostly, Protean. which just allows it to turn to whatever type it, the move it's using is. So, yeah, Greninja's a water-dark type, but it can be whatever type in battle. I totally in ran the- that last year. And in Oraz, it got, it got both Gunk Shot and Low Kick, which is just too much, too much coverage too much unpredictability in Greninja. Greninja, you're out of here. You're going to Ubers. I, I ran him before he was Uber. I ran him back last year during the UTC. Yeah. I, I, I ran him in this year's UTC. You're, you're a monster. I think a lot of people did. <laughs> I did too. I ran him in this year's UTC. I will, I will miss you, Greninja. You were a, a monster. He's still a monster, man. That's why he's in the Ubers. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I so I just, I feel like that's very obligatory that... Greninja gets mentioned for being just like this overpowered because look at it like any other start I mean Greninja stats are good they're phenomenal he's very fast oh yeah and his typing like his typing isn't that bad two either points in speed hmm no well he had every type pretty much yeah for fairies, he, well so. I mean yeah except 
Except for maybe like a mock punch or something. I think Greninja is a pretty good oh, yeah. Pokemon in general. Like, well, Greninja if... can take some weird stuff. It's weird. Like he takes uh, some certain thing that I wouldn't say, but this definitely w- was what brought Greninja to fame. I I'm really sad in a sense because yeah, a lot of those Pokemon has... that we've talked about, other than maybe Talonflame, had a chance or and Dragalge. They existed in a time before hidden abilities, mm-hmm. where it was just like you. Like, they had a point where they were not good Pokemon, or they had a different niche, and then they got this completely new niche they filled because of their abilities. Yeah. And like, then totally we got somebody good. like Greninja, who's just like, day one, this is his hidden ability. And everybody's like, that's the set we're gonna run. Yeah. And I never I mean, got to see... Torrent, like, yeah, like... I never got to see a Torrent Greninja. Or why would you want oh, to? <laughs> I think Torrent is like a physical version. You use like Torrent with physical usually, if anything. But but uh, I've never seen it happen, um, so it doesn't matter. You don't see it. It's not good. But yeah. that's what you would run. You might as well have Protean be the primary ability. Yeah, you may as well, so you can get stabbed all the time. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's Moving no on. Number three, uh, the pr- the starter that went Uber before it was cool. Oh yeah, uh, Blaziken. Back to back bangers. I mean, Blazik in Gen Five went to Ubers like right away, and this okay, is because who was the one? Who was the one who was really upset about this? Was this Infinity? Uh, Infinity, Infinity, Infinity was day. was yeah. really. Uh, we we were both very upset about the Uber move. Uh, but we've been, so, been repping Blaziken. So Blaziken got the ability Speed Boost, which every turn he just automatically gets uh, plus one to speed. So a time and a half, then two, then two and a half, three, three and a half, and four to his uh, to his speed stat. And first of all, Blaziken's already really fast. Yeah, he's, he's just insanely fast. pretty fast. Oh, he's not, no, he's not, 80, he's, 80 is good. 80 is decent. 80's decent. But, but for a strong, as strong as he is. His attack stat backs that up, though. And yeah. then yeah. and then the problem is, in Gen 5, he also got a high jump kick. Well, I think the problem was with, with, with Blaziken before was that he wasn't fast enough. Like, he was yeah. just getting outsped by things. But this just pushed him... Well, that coupled with a high jump kick because he didn't have a he didn't have like a solid fighting type stab, and then it was just because I remember Blaziken was UU, and I'm like, oh man, Blaziken's gonna be OU now because he's got like this decent speed. No, and it's just like Ubers. Oh, by the way, (laughs) we just made him way too good. What happened? I'm assuming is also due to a it's having 110 special, it's like an 120 base attack. He literally didn't have to invest the speed. Yeah. Also, he gets access to Baton Pass, <laughs> so you can you so you just like get oh protect about to and die, Baton Pass. I can yeah. just I can just give this to some of my other teammate, so they've got yeah. like max speed. It's you great. Got <laughs> max. Oh. Uh, okay, so now that we're done talking about these Pokemon that went Uber and just like destroyed their reputations, uh, let's get back to a much calmer note. And number two is going to be Dragonite. Dragonite gets the ability multi-scale, and that reduces the damage received by super effective hits when he has full HP. How much is it the reduction? Is it, um, is it I don't know. It's not super effective. It's, um, it's any it, hit. It's any super hit. effective. So it's super effective, isn't it? Check right now. It is, uh, no, it's, it's, it's anything. Oh, I must have gotten this confused because I use it with it, weakness policy all the time. So. You yes, we can talk about this, yeah. but it's it's reduced by fifty percent. It doesn't matter what type. Okay, of it doesn't even matter. Physical. Wow, that is a killer ability. Yeah, it's and great, it's and you could couple that with like roost. Man, you could yes, yeah, like a roost on it. Yeah, well, I don't but I don't, about yeah, this. I like the weakness policy. I really like the it's, weakness policy. Because they because back before 
bank with really or I think like three bank had to be out to get this, but like early day the bank mm-hmm. when the few dragonites got through, like they, they were the E speed ones with multi scale. Yeah, those things were e- evil because that was like the biggest threat. That was like the Greninja of the mm-hmm. time because literally all it would, what it would do is just like okay, D dance first turn, you get hit with a nice move because not mm-hmm. even the, they aren't thinking. You get plus two to attack due to weakness policy, and then you just E speed and just sweep. Yeah, it's insane. And it's like, you can't be on I, I, I still, I've done that before too. Like I was running, I was running that actually recently. Yeah, it's... on a team, and it's just, it's a lot of fun to like predict the super effective hit, switch in the Dragonite, and just be like, go to town, or even get a Dragon Dance the first turn and just go to town. Yeah, it's great. It is yeah. one of my favorite things. Uh, wow, that's a really good ability for. And I was times. really happy. I was really happy with it with Dragonite because Dragonite, in my mind was always the dragon type that got, like, the short end of the stick. Yeah, I don't because know. Because I really... Gen 4 I, was huge. Okay, let's let's take a trip down memory lane to Gen 4, because I know that... I don't do this enough in the show. <laughs> and so, uh, I got really upset because Salamance got banned, right? It's Salamance speed. was banned because he got too good because... Oxy? And then Garchomp was banned before that. Ability. And just it's a whole bunch of happened... And the only dragon type that was really left was like Altaria, Flygon, and Dragonite. Talk good smack about Altaria like I wouldn't hear. <laughs> I ran Altaria is really good now, actually. I I think Altaria is great. It's right fun. Altaria is fun. fun. Yeah, I've used it much, but but Dragonite back then, I, I so I was like swapped out Dragonite for my Salamence on my team, so I could still play OU. And I was really upset because Dragonite was just like a weaker version of Salamence, and now with this ability, Dragonite has a, its own niche. This is just like what I was talking about Wait, before about actually, Pokemon having a different if it's niche weaker, previously. Because hmm? Dragonite's got some really good stats. I'm looking at. I mean, he does have good stats. Like, Salamence stats. was He's just insane. better. Oh, he does have a little lower. He does have a little lower. Salamence was still better. I don't. It you can tell me whatever you want. It was faster. It was faster. If you're gonna, yeah. Salamence's gonna... speed is just he is blows him away. Is the yeah. thing. Like it, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. It's got yeah. a really legit attack, but you it can't was ex- make up for it. It was just like Blaziken back then. Yes. The dragon I had above it, though, was more bulk and, like, one less attack point. Literally, he's got 134 and sounds Yeah, yeah. But it's still still really sad. It It was still really sad. And so, with this multi-scale, it just made Dragonite good, and I'm happy that Dragonite is good now. That is all I wanted to say. (laughs) Okay. On the last one here. Our top number one is for alligator. Now oh, I know that. Oh, I wonder why that is. I, I know that sheer force for alligator hasn't pushed, come out. Who could have possibly pushed that? To I don't the know. I don't know. Spot? No, who was in charge of this list? Who, I just. I'm very who, happy that whoever designed this list so, put for alligator on top. I, I object to this. <laughs> I'm all, all in all. I'm actually super happy that for alligator has sheer force, uh, just because torrent for alligator is a piece of trash. Uh, <laughs> I ran one in my gym team actually last year uh, for Alligator, and I like I've run for Alligator before. He only has so many things that he can do: uh, Dragon Dance and then punch things. But pretty much, I, I'm very excited to, for him to get Sheer Force because now I can run like variations of him. I can I can like throw a Life Orb on him, and we can just be going to town together. I can give him Ice Punch. It's pretty much the same stuff that I do now. Maybe remove Earthquake for something else. But I'm very, very excited to be running Sheer Force for Alligator in the very near future. Maybe for my gym team this year, uh, for the Summer League. 
which we will have something, some forms of announcements, but we have a tournament that's happening before then, so don't yeah. worry. <laughs> that'll be announced before then, so. Yeah, that'll be announced before then. We'll get some dates going for that. The, I think the tournament, or the v, or whatever the next tournament. Yeah, it's the VGC tournament. Right? Yeah, I think we have a date on it on the calendar. So yeah, we do. Yeah, so follow the calendar. Uh, Let's start at least. we got to find out registration period. Yeah, we, we, we need to put a registration period in there, but uh, we'll get you we'll get you guys all that news probably in the next week or two. So let's Question see. I don't know. Just like for alligator. So let me let me just ramble on about Sheer Force here for a couple of minutes before it. we go to commercial. Uh, Sheer Force, as I said before in the news, allows the Pokemon to get thirty percent extra attack on all of its attacks as long as they have a secondary effect. So they won't have the secondary effect. What's great is some some of these moves have like effects that you just never think about. Like Waterfall apparently has a ch- chance to flinch. Like 20% yeah, it's like a 20% chance to flinch or something. But I never actually, like, depended on the flinch. So it's just like, that doesn't matter to me. 30% now. Uh, <laughs> Life Orb do- also doesn't take effect. Uh, well, the it gets the attack boost, but it doesn't take the uh, HP away. Which as is so As long as the move has a secondary effect. Yeah. Wait, wait, so Life Orb? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, like remember um, Nidoking and... Early before bank with life orb, that's why the sheer sheer force, the earth mm-hmm. power and sludge wave were oh. like massive hits. Yeah, because it was crazy. Know about this. You got like you've got like I ran one, I ran a one, I ran a sheer force no king last year in the in the summer league as well. I ran one. I don't think I ran it in UUTC, but yeah, I ran one. It was Nido King was so good back then. Like he's now, still it's good. Bad, I think he's all right. He's okay. I think he's like UU, but he's lower. I don't know if he's lower UU or whatnot, but the fact that there's Pokemon that outclass him now. And oh, yeah, definitely. That's still that a lot of fun. Sheer Force is just like one of the oh, most so- game changing things I've ever seen. Yeah. And I don't know that I ever ran it on anything other than Nidoking King or would have until this until this day. Until I was told that Feraligator is getting Sheer Force. So, that's it. I mean, if you guys, if we didn't list somebody that's on here, uh, I think that's going to be the mailbag question this week. Who's your favorite Pokemon with a hidden ability that was game-changing? And the so hidden that, mailbag will be, how much do you hate that Thatch made the number one spot for <laughs> Alligator when it's obviously Blaziken? Uh, so send that in to PuckoPodcast.gmail.com. We will remind you before the end of the show. So I guess without further ado, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Come to Restaurant Le Wow and enjoy the finest dining has to offer. You will be served a five-course meal, beginning with our serving of our finest slowpoke tail, freshly harvested, which you may suck on at your leisure. You will then be served some octillery soup, complete with the leeks from our newly caught far-fetched. Not to worry, the plucky duck will not be separated long from his weapon. For the third course is a plump, cooked far-fetched, covered in some sweet Vespaquin honey. Beginning to move into dessert, you will be served a shuckle, whose shell has been cracked open, allowing its berry juices to be quaffed, stating your thirst. Finally, the last course will be some steamed parasect, alongside some miltank cheese. Bon appetit! Come to Restaurant Le Wow today. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 214, Heracross, the single horn Pokemon. According to its crystal Pokedex entry, 
With its Herculean powers, it can easily throw throw around an object that is 100 times its own weight. That's really big, and I assume beetles can do that. Sure, uh. yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, okay, so Heracross is actually really cool, because he has a very unique typing in bug fighting, which is really cool. And I don't know that his Mega Evolution actually does much for him. It, it kind it boosts his attack well, significantly, and it slows him ridiculous. down. Uh, it boosts his defenses in bulk, and skill link makes him really just hit hard. It hits hard. Well, he gets pin missile, so at least he gets something that's, yeah, that's he gets, like stab. He gets pin missile, rock blast. Rock blast is cool. And arm thrust. That's actually all really... He gets both jabs, then. That's really nice. Yeah, but you would be close combat, because it does actually more power. But does it? More it overall? Does. But not... It's like, it's like 10 more damage. Okay, okay. But, I mean, that's still worth it, I think. Uh, yeah, I, just I, wouldn't I think that's the, still worth it. You lose defenses, and Heracross does kind of need his defenses. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about its hidden ability, because it's the topic of the episode? I, what Moxie. is Heracross's hidden ability? It is Moxie. That's Great. actually not a bad hidden ability, honestly. And it's... I mean, if I was running Heracross and not Mega Heracross, I think I would go Moxie over Guts. Yeah. It I definitely is like, I think most... But, um, most, um, I think, what was it? They run Scarf now, like, playing Heracross. Yeah, Moxie's At a least, lot of fun. I think the, uh, in OU, because you kind of need it, but... Mm-hmm. I would run Gust just for the safety factor, because... Uh, I don't know. I, like I would play it Risky. I like Risky. I... Yeah. I mean, there's also on top of that, like, okay, so, Heracross... I'm gonna build... I'm gonna do a real quick Heracross build right now. Alright, tell me. I'm gonna... I'm gonna put 252 in attack... Okay. Uh, obviously. Strong uh, guy. <laughs> uh, I will definitely go 252 in attack. I might even do 252 speed and slap the choice scarf on him. Uh, I would definitely run close combat, mega horn. Yeah. Uh, the other two rooms would just probably be coverage. Probably, probably very something bold. like uh, you made a very bold build here. Earthquake. I think earthquake would be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, yeah. And then maybe even Rock Tomb. I think Rock Tomb. Uh, I don't know if you're first scarf. Mm. I wouldn't call Rock Tomb. If you're gonna go for like a rock type, I do Rock Slide or Stone. Does it, does it get Rock Slide? It gets one of them. Which one? I don't. It gets one of Rock Slide or Stone Edge. Uh, I probably get Stone Edge. It gets Stone Edge. And and, and it gets Rock Slide. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it gets <laughs> so you're gonna take Stone Edge. So Stone Edge. Yeah, I would go Stone Edge just. Because it's gonna hit hard. Yeah. You could also actually swap Earthquake for Knockoff if you really wanted. No, nah, yeah. I, I want that EQ. I mean, I, I would go Knockoff. Be... I would put. I would do Knockoff over Stone Edge. Really? Yeah. I well, would. You... Earthquake's just you, such you, a good. It's, just, it's such a you died, good you died move. Flame anyway, but... Earthquake is such a good move. Uh, Heracross is a good Pokemon. Is... What's its current setting? Like, what? Where is it? In, uh... I think it's an OU, right? It's OU, yeah. I think it's been an OU for a while. It ha- I dropped a UU for a while, I think. Yeah, and then it kind of... And then it brought itself back up. Because Scarf became a thing, and also mm-hmm. Baton Pass giving it speed, and... Yeah. If you can get him a good speed boost, if you can Baton Pass him some speed, that'd be really nice. Do you guys want some trivia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Slap me there with some trivia, trivia, man. Okay, so it's bug fighting is a unique type combo. I said that. I have that. Um... It is seen as the counterpart to Pinsir. Both are bug type, based on beetles, yeah. and lack an evolutionary family. Um, both use megastones, whatever, yada, yada, yada. 
Uh, they have identical heights, which is kind of weird, even when Mega oh, evolved. That's really cool. Um, Mega Heracross has the highest base attack stat of all non-legendary Pokemon, which is it's <laughs> ridiculous. One eighty-five base one eighty-five is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it, it also means that it has the highest base of any bug type, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, it is tied with Mega Pinsir for the highest base stat total of all bug types. Um, well, there's a couple there, but like, there's nothing. There's Mega nothing really cool about Heracross otherwise. I don't think. Yeah, no, Heracross well, is legit. The, the la- but like, he's, I think he's a solid Pokemon. Honestly, I like Heracross. I've always had a soft spot. I, I did. Like, I like ever since I, honestly, when I saw Ash caught one, I was just like the moment where I was like, I'm gonna have this. It's a good design. I don't know. I just, yeah, good Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I like it. Run one. All right. Without further ado, if you want to learn more about Heracross, you can check it out in. Scrawns in the meta article at PuckoPodcast.com. So do that, and we're going to head over to the mailbag. Sure are. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is always brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Uh, and as always, we'll be giving out the Green Tauros badge to the people that we decide have the best email. I would also like to make an announcement that due to certain somebodies that I will not announce the names of, uh, we are going to, from now on, start instituting like some kind of check, some kind of filter service, because we've been receiving a lot of emails recently, and I really want to read them all on the show, but there's so- just some times when I can't do it. So uh, I need to ask you that if you do send an email, please try to keep it under 500 words. Uh, most of you don't hit that number. But there's some of you that definitely go over. So if it, uh, you know, I'm not going to, it's not a hard 500. So if it's a good email and it's like 700 words, I'll still read it. But if it's just, you're, you're arguing something very dumb that doesn't need to be discussed on the show, it probably, I might just ignore it because it's too long. Or I might paraphrase it or something. Preach. Uh, it's just that you take up a lot of our time and sometimes it's just like, yeah, we want to read all of these emails because we really like you guys sending them in. But there's just times when it's just like, we need to be done in a half hour. And <laughs> we can't get that done because somebody sent in uh, a short novel. So, please, uh, if you could, just try to keep them shorter, under 500. Most of, As I said, most of you are fine, so just keep doing what you're doing. We, of course, love hearing from you guys. So, that's it. That's my ramble. I hope it never has to be said again. So, <laughs> moving on, our first email is from Captain for Anarchy. Captain for Anarchy? I think it would be I Captain Anarchy. Captain, the yeah, the um, 4 is the A. The 4 is supposed to be an A. I get it. Okay, Clever. here we go. Hey there, Thatch and Co. It's Captain Anarchy. I recently started listening to your podcast about a month ago, and I have finally caught up with all the episodes. That is a feat. <laughs> that That's a big... I know, remember when I did that when I was younger? I feel like... I think there's, like, over a oh, week's man. worth of shows. Like, if you sat down, you could not listen to Puckle that's a, that's a, that's a in, good, like, a week. That's a good, like, two weeks. Like, yeah. an average That's unhealthy. 
Uh, if you yeah. actually go and sit down and listen. Yeah. I now didn't even I'm, do that. Shush, I'm trying to read this email. Now <laughs> that I'm finally current, it seemed an appropriate time to write in the mailbag. Firstly, there was some discussion about how confusing the DexNav would be to new players a few weeks ago. Since Auras is the first Pokemon game I've played since Red and Blue, I thought it'd be a good position to put my two cents in. I like how he actually spells two cents with, like, the number two and the cents symbol. Uh, everything about it has made an amazing experience. As a new player, I have taken the series catch phrase as a challenge. And as one aspiring to learn the metagame, I'm doing one better. To catch every Pokemon with every ability. Oh, God. Thus, may seem overkill, but it'll be much easier for me to breed from caught Pokemon than to go look for something specific later. And as for the metagame, appears to have changed over time. I can't say with certainty any ability will never be viable. I'm about 33% of my goal, and I would not have been able to find so many hidden abilities if not for the Dexnav. Plus, being able to farm for specific species rather than getting loads of random speeds up the process. As for the mailbag itself, I don't know many NPCs having only played two games. Out of those, my favorite is Leader Maxi. I love that he that his big ref- reformation speech at the end of Omega Ruby. But then in the Delta episode, Matt, Team Magma is pulling it up, is pulling crap again. Did he not send the company memo after his speech? Did he never go back to inform them of their change of team vision, or did the organization get away from him like Edward Norton trying to end Fight Club? Either way, I love him because he came off like the most incompetent bureaucrat. I'll end this wall of text. Sorry to ramble. Hope there aren't too many typos. Hey ho, let's go, Blaziken Ball, Captain Anarchy. See, that email was actually a good length. It was not too long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. One, I must say one ability that will probably never be viable, stall. <laughs> it's like one of the worst abilities. It literally makes, if I remember correctly, it gives you minus priority in every yeah. single thing you do. No, on just status moves. It's the opposite of Prankster. No, it's stall, I believe. You, no. You always wrong. go last. No. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're wrong. I'll look. I think it's I the opposite of Prankster. I would run away. Uh, <laughs> run away, now. yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Runaway actually does things in battle? I always does thought the that Pokemon it was... always attacks last? Really? It, that's what it is. That's all it does. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> There's uses for it, but, like, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. Oh, well. Keep on... Who wants this next one from Black Gold? I'll take it. Uh-huh. I'll go for it. Uh, is it, uh, what? Where, um, how do I... Oh, okay, oh, I got it, it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, got it, okay. Sublime, I deny your theory? Intro bum, music? Bum, okay. Hello, Puckle, it is I, Black Old, here to deny all theories that came from Sublime last episode. Well, well one of them. Let me elaborate. Steven and Cynthia are, uh, are the two most BA NPC characters in Pokemon... Aside from a, uh, a selected very, very special few, including Lance and Red. Also, B.A.ness, uh, you guys can fill in the blanks there, um, <laughs> attracts, uh, and if you look, okay, hold on. Also, B.A.ness attracts, and if you look into the war theory of the Gander region, it appears that Hoenn and Sinnoh were once connected and allied against the other regions. Is that, I, is that, did I miss out on something here last episode? What? I don't know what's going on. Oh, Pokemon they were talking... War. Sublime was talking about how uh, how he was shipping together Wallace and Steven huh. in the game. You know, well, because I th- I can see it in the game. You know? I I mean I just don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Neither do I. <laughs> I just like it's a. Hmm. Yeah, I going. guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, 
Me and these two regions have a close connection. And Steven flying on his Latios Latias with Cynthia. Steven's obsession with rocks and steel types. He just loves Cynthia's fascinations with myths. And their Pokemon that we, uh, their Pokemon would get along great. He's really putting a lot of thought into this. Yeah. The fact that Steven uh, one day will be the CEO of his father's business. Does anyone else here... Uh, anyone else... Does anyone else here think that Pokemon spokesman whispering Fifty Shades... Okay, what is happening here? What? I don't know what's going on. Keep going. It's, I'm going to skip this part. Okay. To go to the next thing, no, I do not think Bo uh, sounded sexy per se, but he sounded like a BA Pokemon trainer, like always, which is sexy as Pokemon trainers may get. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> well, uh, I asked to... at the end as like a joke. <laughs> Send us an email if you think Bo sounded sexy today. <laughs> he did. He always sounds sexy to me. Uh, to go to the wonderful mailbag, um, do, I do have a tip or two for them new trainers. No, not Dem, it's not a typo, bada, 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 bada. Uh, though you Puckle people co- uh, covered covered most of it, here are my tips. Don't get discouraged if you keep losing, just keep trying. Also, start messing around in-game with your f- favorite Pokes. Learn to switch out, uh, learn to use switch outs, items, and abilities. After that, move on to bigger things like battling your friends or smoke on LC. L- little, is that Little, little Cup? Little Cup. Little cup, yeah. Is that a is that a bigger thing? I guess that would be a smaller thing, huh? Um, really, that's what I've got to say, and m- most of it was already said. So, well, I suppose this is it for the week. Black gold over and out. Please be more coherent. I can't read. <laughs> I think he sends his in on uh, via like iPhone. Oh yeah, that that happens. Yeah. I okay, that. so you got this next one from uh, Dead, Dead Red, Red Shamu. Yep. Hello, all Puckalonians. Wait, Puckalonian? Uh, uh. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Puckalonian. Just wanted to spell it that way once. I'm back for another mailbag. First, though, I'm going to make this a thing. Every week in the mailbag, you'll learn a bit about, bit more about me. This week, I'm going to go and say my most hated moment ever in Pokemon. Well, less like a moment, more like two years So he's talking about Gen 4, right? Pearl. I worked, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gen 4. You, you, you'll understand this. I worked very hard and was only missing one Pokemon in my national decks. Of course, it was one of the worst Pokemon ever. It was a Feebas. A freaking Feebas. I eventually had enough. I traded in both games and was done with the series until black and white. I did play Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver first. I found out later how to get Feebas. There's a single block in one of the lakes that was my only possible place. was the only possible place you could get it. And then the chance was still 1 in 426. Now I'm making the same mistake and going for, out for my national decks again. Oh god. I already finished my Hoenn decks and I'm about 380 Pokemon in. I'm waiting for the rage, but I will never trade. Next time for some bad news. PuckleCon, way too far for me. I'm really upset, but there is... But if there's any way you can still be a part of it, just let me know. Finally, after almost a page of useless knowledge, it's time for the mailbag. I have tried to get into competitive battling multiple times, but get uninterested very quickly. But even with that, I would like to know I would like to know your best OU team suggestions. Well that's all for my mailbag this week. From the Hoenn Champion. Wait, what? I don't know. Uh, either way, OU team suggestions actually have showed on up right now. Let me let me just lay some knowledge on you, boy. Uh, uh let me see. I'm gonna Uncle randomly too pick far for me. PuckleCon's too far for you? Yeah. Seriously? I don't want to... You just don't want to go, do you? <laughs> what? No, I would... That, that would be ridiculous. I, <laughs> it's just too too far. Um, let's see. A, my 
my favorite team that I've built uh, is probably like uh, upper level intermediate like usage it takes. Uh, but one of my favorites that we did make, Shamu and I built. I don't want to reveal that team. I don't want to reveal that team. Uh, actually, well, the, um, I'm not going to give him that one. Uh, so here's another team that I built that was based on uh, based on Quagsire and Miltank. Oh, uh, I love this. Which is actually That's a lot of great. fun. Uh, uh, so Quagsire with Unaware, Miltank with Sap Zipper, Mega Charizard Y, Tyranitar with Assault Vest, Rotom Wash, uh, holding a Citrus Berry, and Gardevoir uh, running Choice Scarf. You can fill in the movesets yourself because I don't want to like give everything away. But it's actually a really fun team to use. The Quagsire so, Miltank is my favorite. Yeah, team. it's I a lot of fun. Love so, tank. Oh maybe maybe look into that. So, moving on, we our next email is from uh, Area G. Oh yeah. Hey Thatch, Sycamore, Oinotno, Zell, and their friend Odie. For those of you who did not get that reference, these are people that used to be on the show a very very long time ago. They are dead. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, the best... like episode thirty five type thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. oh man, uh, Sycamore was on in like the sixties, I think. Oinatno was, was on for a single episode, and I believe that was episode 14. Zell was on for a single episode, I believe that was episode 16. And Odie was on for a single episode, and that was episode 12. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the best tip I can give for getting into competitive battling is to first get Diamond or Pearl. Then, when you're really good at it, talk about the good old days <laughs> whenever anyone brings up the current metagame. <laughs> Preferably about how Electivire was good, then complain about the fighting moves in Gen 5. It wasn't the moves that's the problem. It was the Pokemon that was the problem. Seriously, though, I had the exact experience, too. In Gen 4, I had a team based on Ninjask Pass... Uh, on Ninjask Pass to... Uh, Expert Belt Electivire. I also had a Normal-type gym, which got demolished in Gen 5. Anyway, don't want to run for too pokey long. Pokey thanks, Area G. Uh, moving Man, on. very, very topical. It's almost like we read this beforehand. <laughs> Uh, next email is actually going to be, uh, I'll get this one too. This is from Tom. Hey guys, I'm a new listener who's been playing Pokemon since the beginning, but never got further than egg moves in terms of breeding before. With the advent of super trading and better breeding mechanics, I'm finally starting EV training and even breeding for IVs and my favorite shinies with no success. On your recent episode about basics of competitive battles, you mentioned you were able to hook listeners up with six IV dittos. Would you kindly give me one? Yes. Yes. Just... Uh, contact me. I can probably do it tomorrow night. By tomorrow night, I mean Monday. I'll send you an email. Preferably foreign Masuda method. I tried to go on the Ditto Reddit, but it's currently on pause. Really enjoy the latest episode, and we'll be getting back to listen to some more old ones for tips. We'll also be adding Marowak to my first Trick Room team. Help me out, Tom. Alright. Can I just say I love this picture? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that picture is just like that face. Uh, so, Ethan, you've got this next one from a guy who's named after your favorite Pokemon, Eevee Light. I've never heard of this Eevee Pokemon before. Um, <laughs> okay, so, hello, Ethan and co-hosts, because I wanted to put myself first. It says first. Trainer Thatch and co-hosts. No, it doesn't. That would be, <laughs> he knows. He knows. I, I don't lie, Thatch. <laughs> okay, let me start by saying that your podcast is great. Thank you. I've put a lot of work into it. Um... I listen to your podcast at work, at the gym, at home, in the car, everywhere. I, I really, it's touching that after so many years of dedication to the Fuckle Podcast, <laughs> I can finally get the recognition I deserve. Um, 
I enjoy the witty sense of humor you guys have, the Pokemon updates, and the tips and advice you provide for battling. Keep up the good work. I most certainly will for the years to come. Um, now for the mailbag question. I really enjoyed your last podcast on competitive battling. Since X and Y, I've been trying to get more into the competitive side of Pokemon. Um, it was in Generation 6 that I got into EV and IV training, breeding egg moves, and team building. And I do have a couple of questions for you guys, and a request. The first question I have is, how do you guys design a team? My teams usually consist of three offensive, two defensive slash dollars, and one utility Pokemon. Think it's a good combination? I've, uh, I may have read that formula on, online somewhere. What do you guys uh, think about that? I think um, it's... Personally, when I do it, what I'll do is I'll start with a Pokemon that I want to run. And then I'll build things around it. I look at the type weaknesses and stuff. Like, yeah, sometimes I might end up with, like, six defensive types. And like, then there's a stall team. Yeah. like It's it's a very particular defense, thing. Like, there's a couple ways you can design a team. You can do the one around a Pokemon. Or, like, for example, mm-hmm. you want to make a fire, water, grass team. Yeah. Like, do the core. Like, figure out a type core and then base a team around around that, like, oh, Fire-type, which I use, um, oh, you Heatran, um, Grass-type, Breloom, Water-type, Azumarill, and then just base it around the other three Pokemon around those. Yeah. And to cover anything else that you missed, or cover the major that would help threats. that, or... I'll yeah. Cover the ma- My favorite thing to do is actually, I'll check out the, uh, viability rankings, which is really easy That's... to do in OU. Uh, all you have to do is go into the OU chat room on Showdown, and it's just like, click here, go to the viability rankings. And that's how I would go to, like, I want to make sure that I have an answer to those. Yeah. I feel like Showdown deserves its own episode. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Shut up, Ian. Another note. About <laughs> it's it's again. the fourth I member. <laughs> the fourth co-host is, is Showdown. Uh, either way. Uh, I've heard of, keep... I want to say something quickly about... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, something that I've heard, the rumor. Um, Aegis Flash might be coming back. Ooh. Hmm. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Just as a... Please no. Hit. All right, keep going. Right, Back to the email. Back to the email. Okay. Uh, second, you guys have made uh, you guys make team building for competitive battling sound really quick and easy. Uh, it usually takes me uh, a while, uh, a long time to get my teams to level up. Is there a tip or trick for to raising levels quickly? Well, uh, we're talk- talking about like nope. a showdown. We use the simulator to create a team it's not like and then we just test the team online don't yeah, actually we make test it right that, like game i will build them in game eventually but yeah i mean that's when that's i when like i'm talking about building teams online. i it's just like shammy said i'll just throw them in showdown showdown is this resource for for it's battle simulation so it's a battle any, simulator you can make any team you want with any stats and everything and, and it's already level 100 you can test it out and then if you like it and you want to use that for your ga- game cartridges you can go and build the team then. Yep. But this is just, it's like a preliminary system because there is some, even now with how easy it is to breed, there is some time input into building a team. Yeah. Yep. All right. Finally, my request. Most of my time building teams is taken up by IV breeding. Trainer Thatch, I've heard six, di- six IV dittos. Yeah, that's that's what he's asking. Could you give him one is what he's asking. You. Yes, I can. I will send him an email as well. All right, uh, cool. I guess that's it for now. I look forward to the next podcast. Thanks, Evie Light. P.S. The Poke of the Week is one of my favorite segments on your show. Lately, you guys have been providing movesets along with your discussions of, uh, with your opinions of Pokemon. Even if the Poke is kind of lame, lol, your Pelipper segment. Did you guys talk smack about Pelipper? I yeah, Pelipper's crap. You're wrong. Um, will you, pr- will you still provide movesets for it? I've picked up, uh, some cool tips and combos from your discussions. Thanks. That's not a bad idea. I think we should 
implement yeah, no, that. I, I like the idea of including segments. That's why I've been trying to do that recently. I like that. I think implementing like move sets and certain loadouts for him sounds like a good idea. Oh god. Uh you want this one from Shuckle? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. He's named oh. after your favorite Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Puckle Onions. Shuckle's here or AKA Vanguard both. Whatever. Here and ready for battle. That is, I'm ready to talk about battling. Regarding the mailbag question, there are only a few things I would add to the great tips you gave last week about the basics of battling. First tip, battle a lot. There's no better way to learn than to experience it for yourself. Outside of using a damage calculator, also a great tip. Getting yourself knee-deep in battles is is the only way to get a feel for what works and what doesn't. You start to get a feel for what your opponent will do just by facing a lot of opponents. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Just by battling, just getting experience. Yeah. Second tip, try using what works. Hey, if it works for others, try using it. On the same note, try something that is genuinely your own creative process, too. I would just Thanks. like to say that that tip is completely useless. No offense to Shuckles. It's just, he just he's just like, hey, do this. Hey, also do the opposite. That's true, yeah. It's just... What I think he's suggesting is, like, just experiment. Oh, you know, I'm cool with that. Experiment. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's college, you know? It's time for experimentation. <laughs> um, okay, um, four... Fourth tip. Don't know there was no third tip. There was no third tip. I don't know where that is. Might have might have went down the trash or something, but... Fourth <laughs> tip. Don't be afraid to scrap your team, or at least a few members of it. Sometimes ideas seem good, but just aren't Mega Gardevoir skill-swapping pixelate onto your slaking. Seems like such an incredible idea. Think of the... No. Okay, it doesn't work. Going. Because... No, just keep going. Yeah, right. keep going. Uh, but it's not. It's just not. Go back to the drawing board and don't be shy about it. Showdown can make this easier. Although I like making the team in-game even when they flop. I've been surprised at how many of my bad ideas have waited on the bench until a new idea puts them back in the spotlight. I hope these tips help. Now onto now onto what I've been working on in Pokemon. I have thi- of, ah, I have a single team that I'm playing with that features the Cattle starters with their hidden ability. I was never a fan of Chestnut until I made this team, and I love this guy. With Bulletproof's ability, he can switch into Shadow Ball, Sludge Bomb, and Focus Blast, which has come in handy, especially when my Delphox is facing off against Gengar. My Chestnut is is ran very bulky with no attack investment. Uses Leaf Seed, Super Fang, Spiky Shield, and Synthesis with Leftovers, a hold item, doesn't look much on this. Doesn't look like much on the surface, but it's a fun wall to use as they whittle away the opposition. Magician Delphox is fun and is, and using Snatch and Magicoat can make her even more enjoy, enjoyable. Greninja is the same frog everyone is used to and does what he does well. Just wanted to share some of the fun I've been having. Um, Shuckles. That's actually really fun. All right. Uh, building a team around the starters sounds like a really fun thing to do. I, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd run Synthesis on, Synthesis on, um, Chestnut. I'd rather mm-hmm. run, like, Drain Punch. Yeah. For Fighting Stab and Recovery, but mm-hmm. whatever works for you. Uh, moving on, our next one is from Pixelated Youngster. Dear me, or, Dear Puckle. <laughs> I messed that up already. Uh, Dear Puckle, it's me, the Pixelated Youngster, back for another email slash mailbag. Before I get to the mailbag, let me tell you I've been addicted to Pixelmon. It's a mod for Minecraft, and it's not really that different than the games. It's actually harder. Pokemon are scattered everywhere, and breeding and EV training are implemented to the game, too. I've completed, I've competed in many different tournaments on servers, and it's really fun. 
But I'm going to stop playing it now and get back to Alpha Sapphire because after you get all the gym badges, it gets really old fast. Mailbag. I'm too lazy to check what the mailbag was, so I'm going to guess that's it. That's it for me. Ah, I hate short emails. Alright, before we keep going, uh, I would like to point out this donation that we've received. Because uh, I think it's really cool. Let's read let's, let's the, the donation. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's really cool because he left us... <laughs> Uh, we were left a we were left this uh left a oh. message uh, in the donation, and I think it's really cool. And it's uh from a new user oh. on our website, Skitty zero five zero two. And so I'm just gonna like read it because I think it's a really cool short little story. Hi, it's Skitty zero five zero two. I love this amazing podcast, and you are amazing. You seriously helped me make it through two pregnancies back to back and late nights with newborns. I love Pokemon so much. I have P- Pikachu tattooed on my ankle for life. I hope you guys can stick around for a long time. I already have. But yes, it's uh, very nice to uh, hear. It's just like it, like moments like that when people are actually like willing to donate to the show because they think we're doing a good job. That makes me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. I've so. also gone through two pregnancies. <laughs> will help me through both of them. Uh, you've so got I, this I'm next keep, one. Keeping the struggle, sister. You've got this next one from uh, Mega Merlinite. I I absolutely do. Hey, Thatch and crew. This one got it wrong. It's Ethan first. Uh, but uh, <laughs> just so Thatch doesn't have problems with my name, it's Mega Merlinite. Anyway, thanks for all the information from last week's podcast. It helped a lot. I don't have any more questions regarding competitive battling, but I do have an interesting question. What fourth gen starter would you be most excited about getting a Mega Evo? Mine would be Empoleon, because I would lo- uh, I could see them adding points to his defense, his special defense, giving him the filter ability. Uh, anyway, have a published this week, guys. Peace. Um, Torterra. Yeah, I, I would want like Torterra. to see Torterra. I want to become a bonsai yeah. tree. I think he would just become very bulky. Yeah. yeah. I like Torterra. I think he could use a Mega Evo. If Torterra got thick fat, that would be awesome, actually. Very, oh, if he got thick fat, that'd be that sweet. That would be so, it would get rid of his, like, really big yeah. claws. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Be I could see that. If he was really essentially Mega Venusaur, yeah, mm. I'd be down with that. Oh, I, oh, a Mega Venusaur that gets Earthquake. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, Venusaur gets good. Earthquake. No, but... Torterra gets Stab Earthquake. Uh, I'm gonna take, better physical attack. I'm gonna take this next one from Sublime. Please do. Uh, <laughs> please do. I mean, if it's going to be this much wow. of a trouble, trouble, maybe we should stop. So, uh, guys, it, this is the first part of our 20-part episode rendition <laughs> of War and Peace, presented by Thatch. Um, it's, so, strap yourselves in. They're going to be three-hour episodes. What I'm saying is this is a long email. Here we go. How now, Trainer Thatch and whomever you have as co-host this time? Yes, it's another sublime manic mailbag, and I have a question for you. Have you all read Shirley Jackson's famous short story, The Lottery? Because that is what you're serving when you're so when a soul finds themselves having to read my submissions. I have I have read The Lottery, yes. And in my mailbag last week, I said I have no more to say about a certain subject. However, newly developed curtain events have required me to change that stance. And the fluffiest Whimsicott and I are combining forces on this, so beware. In fact, with our powers combined, you might describe it as double trouble. Sublime Whimsicott tag team powers activate. So where do you begin? Well, I guess with most concrete facts, black gold, one moment. I need to put on my reading glasses. Okay, so nothing I said about Stephen Wallace or and odd man out Cynthia last week was actually theory. It was pretty factual. 
So you're not really fighting any theory on my part, per se. You're fighting with the facts. To recap, Cynthia chooses to vacation in Unova rather than Hoenn. I guess she can't be bothered to come see Steven if she, know, even, if she even knows him. When Cynthia has personal guests to visit her at her vacation homes in Unova, it's always Chantel and Caitlin. I guess we know who she likes to spend her off time with. Whenever literally the entire world is in danger and Hoenn knows about it, see natural disasters and impending meteor crashes from space, Stephen reaches out to Wallace. He also establishes that they are very good friends, in the words of George Takai. Oh my. <laughs> and now, new information. Hoenn and Sinnoh are based on completely different, completely opposite sides of Japan geographically. Hoenn is based on the southernmost region, which is why it's so tropical. Sinnoh is based on the northernmost region, and also the highest elevated, which is why there's so much snow. Ever compare side-by-side side the outfits of the playable characters in Oraz and Platinum? It shows. The two regions are actually foils to one another in a number of ways. Even so, just regionally. Stephen and Cynthia couldn't be further apart, and even less likely to cross paths. I'd also wager that Walsh's body is much more flexible than Cynthia's, being a water-type trainer and actually looking at his body in Oraz's outfit. The flexibility can be pretty awesome. Love you, Black Gold, but this ship, Fluffiest and I share, shall not sink. And that, at least for now, is all I have to say about that. Oh, right. You shut, oh. you, okay, you shut down our shipping episode that Bo and I were going to do. No, 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 I didn't shut it down. You shut it down, and yet you're reading these emails. <laughs> you monster. Oh, you okay. monster. Oh, oh, I did a shipping episode a long time ago. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's a mailbag topic. What are some of my tips? Read Double Trouble if you're interested in playing VGCs or doubles. Check out the other awesome content at Puckle's website while you're at it. In the meta, the rollout, the foresight in particular all relate to competitive battling. Save your battle videos and rewatch them to see how you can improve. You can learn from reviewing your battles whether you win or lose. Have the time chart type chart memorized. There's no excuse for not knowing your type matchups after a certain point. There's an app for that, whether it's da- damage calculation or analyzing synergy when team building. There are a lot of useful Pokemon apps on your phone, so you can look things up on the fly. Two of my favorites include Poketype and IVs and Damage Calculator XY. Both are already updated for Auras in spite of the second one. Uh, stay fabulous and remember to wear socks with flip-flops. This is a satirical crime against humanity. Sublime uh, Manic. Um, that last thing about the app. The app thing is depending on what you have. Yeah, it depends I've on your like phone, a, I think. I've got like an Android and I was like nothing. There's yeah. Jack for that. There's nothing. <clears throat> Like, I'm also going to read this bad. last email from the fluffiest whimsicott <laughs> because I'm a champ. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Thatch and his heroic co-hosts. You're heroic, Ethan. Uh, I've already apologized to Scrawn for my behemoth <laughs> of an email two weeks ago, but let me extend the apology to you as well. I will do a word count on every mailbag from now on. This one is 423 words. I hope that is acceptable. <laughs> I do have to point out, though, that this email wasn't really longer than my articles. Those are over 2,000 words long, and Jesus. I think even I would realize that's too long. Speaking of which, there's a 12-step program to beat... Ex- is there a 12-step program to beat extreme long windness? Uh, <laughs> let me start off with the mailbag. As I do have one question about the competitive battling... Could you please rank the various playstyles, such as stall, hyper-offense, and so on, from easiest to hardest, both in regards to team-building process and the actual use in battles? I notice I tend to like bulky offense, for example, but maybe it's not really as appropriate for a newbie like me as I think. 
I mean, it depends on your play style. I agree with like, I think, yeah, bulky offense is kind of easy to use. Yeah, that's that's really because you beginning. really you don't really have to worry about switching and stuff. And then there's much. also like there's also balance. I think balance is a good place to balance start. Balance is well. also easier. There. But hyper offense takes a lot of prediction. Uh, yeah. So does stall. Stall takes a lot of prediction. Stall is just like if you, as long as you're willing to like. I mean, in my in my opinion, that. out of the four types we've just named, there's like two tiers of play, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's just it's kind of what you want to do, and you you'll figure it out when you're doing it. I don't. It, you can start from beginner with a stall team and then figure it out. Misty did. I gave her like this Mega Sableye team. And she's has like almost no competitive like knowledge, and she figured out how to use it real easily. So it depends on the person, and it depends on even on the team. Some teams might be harder to use than the mm-hmm. other. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's really, really just a lot of different factors depend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not just the style; very, it's a lot of things. Variable depending on what you run, etc. Et All right. And finally, across an ocean and continent and a half, I answer the summons of my fellow champion in loquaciousness and style of Hoenn. Love, Sublime Whimsicott Tag Team Powers Activate. Jeez. Loquacious is, 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 yeah, you're totally right there. Reasons why Stephen Stone and Wallace as a couple just make sense. A short essay by the fluffiest Whimsicott, age 32, and (laughs) one-tenth. tenth they're, they are friendly friends and show one. They are friends and show a great deal of respect to each other. Two. They obviously keep in touch all the time. Anytime they are informed of something that happened in their absence, each mentions having been told about it by the other. Three. They are top tier trainers, usually pretty competitive and a boastful bunch, but they're full of praise for each other's skills. Three, or four. Uh, they seem to know each other very, very well. In the last scene of Oras, Wallace gently mocks Stephen, and Steve seems Stephen seems amused by his jokes which implies a good deal of closeness. But Wallace also tries to comfort Stephen, and Stephen himself reassures Wallace that he has no need to fear, as Stephen won't disappear right away on his learning journey. Aw. Five. Seriously, that last scene. All of it. Watch it again, and feel the love. Good God. <laughs> I'd add a six point about the only reason someone could have dreamed up Wallace's frankly embarrassing new outfit would be saying, no, for the last time, this man is not straight. Deal with it. But that seems a little shallow. Sublime, I hope my side of our awesome tag team performed adequately. Have a great week, y'all. Fluffiest flip flop, fluffy flip flops, the fluffiest ones I got. Woo! Okay, so that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, so for the mailbag badge, I would like to nominate Area G because it was an awesome email. Area G must have one by now. Uh, does he? I'm looking right now. He must. (laughs) He must. There's no Actually, other way. Wait, we don't even how. Wait, we don't even know. You can check. You can, you can, can check. we actually check other people now? Yes. If you click the green Tauros badge, it'll tell you everybody who has it. Oh, it does? Oh, I don't know how that worked. I don't uh, know these badges still. Let's see. I don't even see though... him. Oh, wait. Is this him? No. Yeah, I don't think he's on there. Oh, now I look like a real fool. So, Do we I mean, he might have had just... it at one point, but it's gone now. So, oh, did he reset G. it? Huh? Did he reset the Well, we badges? have a new badge system. I told you this. Uh, yeah, yes, of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I think Area G should win. What about you guys? I agree. I don't like Area I'll G's. Go. I'm fine with it. Area G, you win the Green Taurus badge. You need to submit uh, to uh, PucklePodcast.gmail.com, go to the badges, click the Green Taurus badge, and submit in the box below, and we'll get to as soon as we can. So, right. moving on. 
Uh, mailbag question for next week is, what Pokemon with a hidden ability did we not mention that you guys think is a game changer? It has this hidden ability that's just a game changer. So send that in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. You can also send anything else in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Please just make sure it is under, like, 500 words, because if not, it gets very, very long to read. Uh, we do enjoy hearing from you, though, so please do send it in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, in the meantime, you can also go to PucklePodcast.com, chat with us on the chat box, uh, post on our forums, you know, donate some money. Uh, <laughs> but you can come and talk to us. We'll have a new tournament going on. And if you want to know when all those things are going to happen, you can check out our calendar at PucklePodcast.com, our Google calendar. So other than that, uh, you should like us on Facebook so you know when the newest stuff is happening. You should follow us on Twitter so you can also find out the newest things that are happening. You can review us on iTunes. That would be great. We got some cool new reviews this week. Maybe I should start, like, highlighting them and pointing out reviews of the episode or Have something. we actually mentioned, hmm? like, clear out where the calendar is? Because I don't uh, think we have. I've been trying to say it. The right calendar now. is under the extras tab for now. Yep. But once the UTC is over, we'll probably put it back up on the main tab. We'll probably yeah, put it main menu. But where that is. Uh, so, also, on top of that, uh, follow us on Tumblr. Uh, if you read it. We got a, We have a subreddit, r slash puckle. It's a thing. Wait, uh, we do? Yeah. r slash puckle, man. So, other than that, uh, review us on iTunes and email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. It doesn't even need to be for the mailbag. I love talking to you guys. It's great finding out when you guys want to talk to us and be part of this community. So, I guess until next time, I'm Trainer Thatch. I've been Ethan. And I'm um, And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.